Hey friends, happy Magical Monday. I'm Courtney. I'm TJ. And thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Wish Upon a Sparks. We are very glad that you're here. <laughs> yes, we are. We're excited to talk about this movie this week. Um, it's a really fun movie. Um, Courtney, what are we talking about? We're talking about Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, it's a great movie and a lot of great themes. Super funny. Um, animated really pretty. And the concept, we talked about this when we were watching it. The concept's like super cool. Yeah, it's very creative. Yeah, I love the creativity behind it. Um, yeah, why don't I kick us off with a plot summary? Yeah, you do that. I will. All right. Whenever Litwick's arcade closes, the various video game characters leave their in-game roles and socialize via power strip called Game Central Station. One evening, the villain of platformer game Fix-It Felix Jr., Wreck-It Ralph, visits a villain support group called Bad Annan and expresses frustration with his assigned role. When Ralph is excluded and ostracized from his game's 30th anniversary party, he decides to win a medal and earn respect. Upon overhearing that one can earn medals in a first-person shooter called Hero's Duty, Ralph sneaks in and steals one while the characters find or fight insectoid monsters known as cybugs. Ralph accidentally launches himself in an escape shuttle with a cybug inside and crash lands into in the confectionery-themed kart racing game Sugar Rush. Kind of like Mario Kart, honestly. Um, with Ralph gone, his game is labeled out of order, threatening the livelihoods of everyone in Fix-It Felix Jr. So basically, whenever a game um, is out of order, they unplug it and all the people in the game don't have a home anymore. Felix leaves the game to find Ralph, allying with Sergeant Calhoun, the heroine of Hero's Duty, as she tracks the cybug, which may become a virus outside of the game. In Sugar Rush, a girl named Vanellope von Schweetz steals Ralph's medal and uses it to buy her way into the nightly race that determines which characters will be playable the next day. Um, King Candy, the ruler of Sugar Rush's world, forbids her to race as she is a glitch that causes her to move and teleport erratically. Vanellope promises to get the medal back if Ralph helps her win. He helps her build a new car and teaches her to drive inside Diet Cola Mountain. Calhoun and Felix arrive in Sugar Rush where they fall into Nesquik Sand. Um, work together to escape and begin to fall in love. Meanwhile, Candy hacks... King Candy hacks Sugar Rush's source code and retrieves the medal, giving it back to Ralph. He claims that if Vanellope becomes a playable character, her glitching may lead to the game being labeled out of order and unplugged. Ralph decides he cannot allow Vanellope to race and destroys her cart. Calhoun abandons Felix when he inadvertently reminds her of her late fiance who was killed by a cybug during their wedding by calling her his dynamite gal. Felix is imprisoned by King Candy's assistant, Sour Bill, um, while Calhoun discovers that the cybug has multiplied exponentially. A despondent Ralph returns to fix it Felix Jr. and learns about the game's fate from his bully, Mayor Jean, and notices that the Sugar Rush cabinet displays Vanellope as an actual playable character on the side of the game. Uh, suspecting that Candy has deceived him, he returns to Sugar Rush. He interrogates Bill, who admits that Candy erased Vanellope's code and locked away the memories of the game's characters so that nobody would know her actual role. He explains that if Vanellope completes a race, all of Candy's changes, all of King Candy's changes will be deleted and the game will reset, meaning Vanellope will no longer be a glitch, which is why King Candy was so adamant against Vanellope racing and crossing the finish line. Ralph frees Felix from Candy's prison, repairs the cart, and reconciles with Vanellope, who enters the race. During the race, the cybugs emerge and start destroying the game. Calhoun, Felix, and Ralph help evacuate the characters. 
Unaware of this development, Candy attempts to ram Vanellope off the track, causing them both to glitch. Their glitching inadvertently reveals Candy to be Turbo, a video game character who secretly took over Sugar Rush after he inadvertently caused his own game, Turbo Time, to be unplugged. Vanellope flees as Turbo is devoured by a cyborg, which fuses him into in like this huge monster thing. Um, everyone but Vanellope evacuates as glitches cannot leave their own games. Remembering from Hero's duty that a beacon will draw and destroy the cybugs, Ralph battles Turbo and collapses the Mentos roof of Diacola Mountain, creating a glowing eruption that lures and destroys Turbo and the cybugs. Vanellope rescues Ralph and crosses the finish line. The game resets, revealing her as the true ruler of Sugar Rush, um, though she keeps her glitching ability, considering it an advantage. Yes. Ralph returns to his game, content with his role as a villain and respected by his fellow characters. Felix and Calhoun marry, and Ralph watches Vanellope become Sugar Rush's favorite character. And that's how it ends. Yes. Really sweet. Uh, a couple things I want to clear up really quick because this, this plot kind of smishes everything together. Um, just the end part there where like the Diet Cola with the Mentos. So Vanellope lives in like a closed off, abandoned, uh, what was going to be a bonus level of the game. Yeah, it talks about a Diet Cola Mountain. Diet Cola Mountain, yep. And so um, that's where she lives and they the Mentos drop into the cola and it explodes everywhere. Um, what are your initial thoughts, Court? What did you, uh, when you first watched this movie or when we watched it the other day, what did you think? I think it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious, honestly. It's really, really funny. It's hilarious. It has a good cast. It is very watchable. I feel like it's kind of underrated in the sense that because it's not like a in-your-face kind of like princess movie or like a talking inanimate object kind of movie, it kind of gets like almost looked over. I would agree, and it still has a whimsicalness to it because, like, the characters like have a fairy taleness to them. Even though it's not like a fairy tale type movie, they have like this really whimsical. Yeah, it just is very. It just is very different, and so because I think it's different, it's almost like it's, it's different because it's almost normal. Yeah. And so it, I don't know. I think it just gets forgotten about because it's not. I don't know. Do you think people just forget about it because it is more normal and not so like wild and out there? Yeah, I would agree. But I also think the concept is super creative. And it's one of those things where like when you... I'm not saying that it's not. No, no, no. I get what you're saying though. It's like one of those movies. It's not like, you know, you don't have, um, you know, Flynn Rider or Rapunzel riding around with gold hair. Yeah, it's not like a... I mean, like Vanellope is like the queen of Sugar Rush. She's the princess of Sugar Rush. So like she is a princess, but it's not like a traditional, typical no, princess it's movie. Not. It's not, but yeah. then like if normally non-princess movies are like more like Lion King or it's like right. talking animals or talking dinosaurs or Tarzan yeah. living with... Growing up with apes. You literally. Yeah. Or like cars and inanimate objects. Talking cars, Talking yeah. like... It just is not one. It doesn't fit into those two typical categories. Yeah, I agree. The one thing that resonates with me with this is that it's basically it's just showing you like the world of arcade games when like no one's watching. And it, I resonate with it a lot and I like it a lot because it reminds me of Toy Story. It's like the life of toys when nobody's watching. But it's yeah. not super like as crazy as the concept seems. It's really not that super out there. It's like these games, they have code written in them and these they just interact no. with each other. And it's, you know, it's 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 pretty cool the way they put it together. 
Yeah, I feel like I wonder if they were almost trying to recreate that whimsicalness of Toy Story, but like in a different way. And yeah. it just like didn't hit as hard as they thought it would. Yeah. I, I mean, like hit hard enough to make a second one, but not like to be as iconic as Toy Story. A thousand percent. Wreck-It Ralph's definitely not as iconic as Toy Story, but it's a, it's a great film. And I think it hit on many levels. I think that for a lot of us that watched it, like, you know, when we were younger, I think it hit. Like, I remember watching this movie, like, thinking, oh, this is just going to be a fun Pixar, Disney, whatever, watch. It'll be cool. And I was hit really hard by it, like, even the first time I watched it. And then yesterday we were watching it, and it has some moments that have, they hit you in the feels pretty good. Like, they, they have some deep moments in this movie. This movie's only 11 years old. Oh. That makes me feel better about life. I would have been 21 when they, no. 20 when it came out. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. You want to go to our questions? Yeah, what's the first one? Favorite character. Hmm. You go first. I think Vanellope. I really like Ralph, but I really like Vanellope a lot. She's absolutely hysterical. I love Vanellope. Yeah. Also, whatever the sour guy. Sour Bill. <laughs> yeah, I like Sour Bill. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. No, I like Vanellope. Um, she's she, Vanellope, not Penelope. Vanellope. She's really, really that, funny. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. I like Vanellope a lot. I actually like Ralph a lot. Yeah. I like the little orange guy that doesn't actually speak English. He just has the little symbols above his name. Um, He's funny. I don't know. That's really it. What about um, about least favorite character? I hate Taffeta. Taffeta. Oh, good take. I like Taffeta is the worst. I think that King Candy or uh, Oh, Turbo. King Candy also the worst. But Taffeta is like really horrible. I think that's a general consensus there. Yeah. Um, when it comes to characters, this movie has a lot of great characters. I love the way that like they put like the um, the way they put all the characters together from these games that give them, like stereotypical backstories and stuff. Like Calhoun from the Heroes Duty game, like the way she is, like she's just this military person. Yeah. Like blonde, you know, with the bob cut. Um. I like Fix It Felix a lot. I like the world that um, Ralph lives in. I know it's kind of boring. It's like just an apartment building, but I kind of like it. It's cool. Um, I hate Jean. Yeah, the worst. Jean's the worst. Um, I love... Um, I love the... Um, like the when he's in the focus group and he's like talking to all the characters. Like all the, It's just really the cool. The bad Anon group. Yeah. The uh, the he, well, I'll find it. We'll read it. But the thing where he's like, I'm I'm bad and that's okay or whatever. He says, I'm bad and that's good. Yeah. I'm not good and that's not bad. Yeah. And it goes on. It it's goes really on. good. Yeah. But this this movie has a lot of really great characters that really drive the story forward. Um, Ralph and Penelope Pen- being the ones that drive it, like they are fantastic together. Really, really good. Yeah. Uh, what about a uh, favorite scene? Um, favorite scene. I really like when they're building her go or her like race car, and you can just tell Ralph is like so disappointed in it, and he thought thinks he like feels her, and she's like, "Oh my god, I love it." Yeah, that's that really was just sweet. really sweet. Cause she, he's like, she's like, "Will you help me? You gotta help me build the cart." And he's like, "I don't think you want me to help you build anything. Like, I'm, I'm gonna mess it up." Yeah. And then, he, and then she loves and she it. She loves it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think my favorite scene um, is when he's diving down, reciting that um, the I'm bad. And so I'm bad, and that's good. I will never be good, and that's not bad. There's no one I'd rather be than me. Yes, and then he die, and then he um, hits the Mentos, and then she ends up saving him. That that whole scene right there, I really like that a lot. It's really really good. Um, what about least favorite scene? Um, 
don't like when King Candy and Vanellope are fighting on the track. Yeah. And he like you find out he's Turbo. Yeah, that's a really nasty scene because then he like reveals his true character that he like deleted her basically. Yeah, I also don't like um, the scene where Ralph's just really trying to fit in at the in the apartment with mm. everyone else. And they're just so mean to him. Yeah, it is kind of sad. It's like, yeah, he's the bad guy of your game, but like, and that's, he even says that in like the opening monologue. He's like, and I think I'd actually be okay being a bad guy if it wasn't for the fact that after the game closes off, they treat me the same way. Yeah. Like, yeah, he literally said something similar to that at the beginning. It's like, if he got the, like, at the end of the movie, when he's getting thrown off the building, at the end of it, they give him a cake and like he goes and hangs out with them. Yeah. And they, they he builds like a whole apartment thing. And then all the, the games, people that got pushed out of the game that closed down, he builds like basically an apartment with Fix It. And then the people yeah. can stay in their game. It's like really sweet. Yeah. Um, my least favorite scene is when he destroys her car. Oh, it breaks my heart. He like hangs her up, and then she's like screaming at him helplessly. It's, I, it's it's so hard to watch. It's hard to watch, and he's because he's doing it because he doesn't. He want thinks her. it's gonna be beneficial for her in the long run, but yeah. it's actually just pushing forward King Candy's agenda, which is not yeah good for anyone. Another runner-up for least favorite scene is when when the uh, they think the world's gonna end and collapse, and she and she can't get out of the game. She can't get out of the game. It's so sad. Yeah, it's like so heartbreaking, and uh, yeah, Vanellope has this beautiful like the way that she can like be so funny and so like irreverent and like you know just whatever i'm vanellope and i'm crazy but then she can break your heart like the way she is she's so raw you know yeah i agree she's a great character really really great character um some other great scenes that i really enjoyed um I like like the um, scenes when they're in like the central, like the the surge protector thing they're all traveling through. I just think it's cool the world that they're in. Yeah. Um, I like when, when they push um, the first person shooter to the front of the game at the uh, the cyborg thing, and then Ralph's like running around like trying to stay alive, and he's like bouncing all around. It's really funny. Um, and then I like um, Fix It Felix um, and Calhoun together. Like all their scenes are kind of funny, like because he, he's just so enamored by her, he thinks she's like everything. Yeah, and he's uh, it's just funny. Yeah, Fix It's kind of a fun character. He's uh, I don't dislike him. Um, he's, he's like the only he's kind of blah, but he's the only townsperson or the only person in the game wreck it, Ralph, that like seems to think like maybe Ralph's not that bad of a guy, you know? Well, he thinks that after. Well, first of all, he like. Everyone hates, basically hates Ralph because he hates him because he destroys their cake. He destroys everything. Yeah, that he touches, which is it's sad. <laughs> um, but Ralph is, or Felix is, kind of the first one to be like, "Oh no! Even if we hate this guy, like we need him. We literally can't survive without him." They'll close the game down without him. Yep. Yeah. So he like goes and tries to find him, and then he realizes like, "Oh shoot!" It's when they're like sitting in the the fungin. Yeah, the fungin. And he's yeah. like, you don't know what it's like to be alienated and for everyone to always think you're the bad guy and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. Felix is basically like, you don't know what it's like to feel alienated and like, I feel like a bad guy. I feel like did nobody, like da, 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 da. And Ralph's like, welcome to every day of my life. Literally. And he's, and Felix is like, oh shoot, you're yeah. actually not that bad. This. Yeah. 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 It was really good. It was impactful. Um, Favorite song? I mean, obviously, this is not a soundtrack movie, but I thought this, this, the soundtrack was really cool. Very video game I like game-y. the little video game theme songs for their games. Yeah. 
There's this really cool song by Julia Michaels in the second movie, uh, Slaughter mm. Race. Yeah. Like there's like she does. I think like, that's the name of the game that yeah. they go to. Yeah. Um, which we'll get to that when we do that movie. Um, okay. Is this movie under or overrated? I think I already said it, but I think it's underrated. Yeah. I agree. I think it's underrated too. I think you should definitely get more attention. It's uh, it's just well written. Like it's really good. Like the story's good. The idea's good. The concept, everything. It's it's a great movie. I think it's a great movie. I think it's probably one of my. It's probably in my top ten of Disney movies, but it's not like the best thing ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's very rewatchable. It's very good. There's lots of, I don't know, good theming and good messaging. And it's like very engaging and can keep your attention. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I think it's overall pretty good. Really good cast. Really funny moment. I don't know. You know? Yeah, I agree with you. I think it it has a lot of staying power to it. Like even rewatching it um, yesterday was really sweet. Um, I think that you're absolutely right. I think that it's underrated. I think that it's the story is really strong, and uh, it has rewatchability. It has like this great ability that a lot of really good movies have. Of like, you'll be rolling on the floor laughing one minute, and then you're like tearing up the next because of like Vanellope and Ralph. You know, kind of navigating their um, their weaknesses and trying to figure out how they're gonna you know be better. Um, and overcome things together. And uh, it's just, yeah, it does a really good job of that. Um, Agreed. Okay, this question is going to be a good one. Uh, what's a theme or themes from this movie uh, to apply to your everyday life or that you kind of pulled out of this movie? I think I kind of already touched on it, but when Ralph and Felix are in the, dun- the dungeon and Felix kind of has that moment of like, oh, this is what you go through on a daily basis. This is what your life is like this is why you like felt like you needed to run away and like prove yourself a good person um and it's just like you just from someone's actions that you see like especially because like realistically speaking you may be only seeing 30 to 40 percent of someone's actions you don't know what that other 70% looks like. You don't know what their intentions yeah. behind those actions are. You don't know, I guess, their intentions, their heart behind it. Maybe they're just doing it because they have to do it. Yeah. Maybe they're doing it because it's a job or maybe they're doing it for who knows why, but you just, you never know someone's story and their perspective until you actually take the time to listen to them. And I feel like that's such an under, I think underrated and underdone thing in our society today is we don't take enough time to actually listen to each other and get each other's perspectives on what's actually happening in our day-to-day lives. Like I feel like a lot of times you hear, especially a lot of people on social media or even in the news are like, oh, this is what's going on. This is what needs to be done. But it's like, have you actually talked to the people this affects and have you actually talked to people who go through this on a daily basis and what that would look like and how that would impact them? Yeah. Because like, it's probably, you could probably make a bigger difference actually talking and like listening to the people that are impacted 
and like go through things like on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's really good. That's really good, Courtney. Like talking can only do so much. You just, I think listening and taking action based off of what you've listened to and heard from other people is the only way to like make changes and move forward in the correct way. Yeah, I agree. I actually feel kind of convicted when you're saying that because it's something I'm working on and you help me work on on a regular basis of like putting myself in someone else's shoes and not just saying like because something's a certain way for me, assuming it's going to be like that way. Like it's like it's easy to tell somebody like, oh, stop having anxiety, like just stop being anxious. But like when you ask them questions or let them speak about why they're anxious and they say, well, I'm anxious because I went through this experience when I was this, you know, or I experiences every day at my job or experiences every day. And because of that, I have anxiety. It's like, oh, that's a different story, you know? Like when yeah. someone tells you the reason why it's, yeah. it's like, like you just said, like you can't just only so much talking, you don't have to listen and you have to let people tell you like, yeah. no, I have anxiety and I can't change it. And it's because of this and this and this, you know, and you have yeah. to kind of listen to what people have to say. Um, for me, a theme that I could take away is, um, I really liked, um, I really liked the fact that like by the end of it, Ralph realized like that his job or his purpose or his duty or whatever, um, didn't define who he was. Um, because yeah. like he was more than that like he was kind and he was a lovable person and he was someone that could be other people's friends he just was a, a his job in the game that he was in was to wreck it and um you know felix was there to fix it and that was felix's job and but it was but ralph's job was just as important like it was needed to keep the game open i think by the end of it like ralph got that he's like i'm i'm good like i'm not i'm not a bad person my yeah. job is to be the bad guy in this game but like i can have friends i can have a life and I think that was such a cool thing of like, even if you're in a nine to five job right now, or even if you're doing something that like you don't really want to do, or you just not feel fulfilled in, I think it's like, okay, you have to do that right now to pay bills. You have to do that to get through the day or to survive, or it's like, maybe that's just how it's going to be for a while. But that doesn't mean that you have to like get off that job and then go sleep in a dump, you know, like you yeah. can, you can make it better. You can find a way to, to, to be happy still. And then, um, my other theme was just Vanellope, um, embracing her glitch and using it as an advantage. Yeah. It's like taking the the weakest parts of you and like like saying like hey this is a weakness but how can I utilize it to make me better, um, you know like I have ADHD or I have OCD or all these things and like how do I make it how can I use these to my advantage you know and I know a lot of people would say like oh you can't like those are disorders but I mean I think there are ways you can say well let me understand the way I think let me understand the way this affects me and let me let me try to help myself be the best I can be through it you know so anyways I thought I love the way that like at the end she's like I'm not gonna wear this princess outfit I'm gonna be yeah. myself glitch and all and I'm going to use the glitch in the game and people loved her for it yeah I think it's I think as a society we've done a really bad job of anytime someone's even the slightest smidge different we automatically put them down for whatever that difference is Yeah. but I think our differences and maybe if you do have some kind of disorder or um, like something medically or like emotionally, mentally, like wrong with you. Like who's to say that necessarily like puts you in a lower like social class. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it should be viewed as some, like you shouldn't view yourself as less than like I, you can, I think you should use it to your advantage and almost use it as like, Oh, this can help me understand who I am more and like dive deeper into yourself. But I think because of like we as a society, like have put people down for their differences. Like they see that they they're different and they don't want to get to 
know themselves because they think that they're not worthy to be known. Yeah. And I think knowing that you are worthy to be known and like knowing that you have to dive deep into who you are and like, it, let's say you do have ADHD or you have OCD, it can help. Like once you know that you have those things, like it can help get to know yourself more. And I think that's a really, can be a really cool and beautiful thing. Yeah, I agree. I love that you say that. I think that getting to know yourself is really important. And I think that um, we don't spend as much time with ourselves as we think we do. Like just because you live in your skin and you you have your mind all day doesn't mean that you spend time with yourself. No. Doesn't mean you ask yourself questions. I like that you say that. Um, Any more themes you got on this movie you want to talk about? I don't think so. Not at this time. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right, cool. Favorite movie, drink, snacks. What uh, What did we eat during this movie? We watched it in two parts. I think you had chips and queso. You definitely had chips and queso. We watched it yesterday. I'm pretty sure. I don't think I had anything when we watched it yesterday. Maybe you didn't. When we sat down the first time to watch it, I had. You made those bowls. That's what it was. You had chips there, yeah. Yesterday, you're right. I don't think we ate anything. But, yeah. I don't think I did either. Mm-mm. This is definitely a good, um, like, soda and candy movie, though, because it's, like, an arcade type movie, so. Yeah, for sure. You can have, like, popcorn and then some, like, you know, some candy and soda. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Any other thoughts? No, I don't think so. Let's wreck it, Ralph, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if we seem a little tired, total transparency, we've had a really long weekend. Um, we had a church outing today that we both served at, and it was outside, and... Just really drained, tired, dehydrated, all those things. Um, but it was fun. We got through it. Yeah. Yeah. What are we? Uh, what are we talking about for the rest of uh, the rest of April? Do you remember? Mm, Aladdin. Yeah. Wally. Yeah. And there is one more. I There's think. one more. I can't remember what it is though. But I know Aladdin and Wally for sure. And we're gonna have a special guest on for Aladdin, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. Um, um, I guess we're gonna do Wally next week. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely doing Wally next week. Yeah, and then we'll do Aladdin whenever we confirm with the guests if they can come on or not. And then there's another movie in April that we can't remember. So we'll tell you next week. I'll tell you next. But hey, good news, Wally next week. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Courtney has not seen it. Never seen it. I feel like recently we're going through movies that you haven't seen and I have, which is kind of different for us. Yeah. But um, all right. Anything else, Courtney? That's it. You can find us on Instagram at um, Wish Upon a Sparks Podcast. Listen to us anywhere you can get your podcast. Email us at wishuponasparks at gmail.com. Go team, go. Go team, go. Well, thanks, friends, for listening. Um, We love you. We're thankful for you. I hope you have a great magical Monday and a great magical rest of your week. And we can't wait to see you next week for Wally. Bye, friends. Bye.